good morning, good day, good evening. This is DJ Spats on Radio Sport at RadioSport.online on the 14th of March 2022. This is Daily Sports News. Довга придовга дорога, я на тій дорозі розминуся з полем, кануню минуле, нірки зажур, но кохання вічне, знов моя любов, пройшують співи, золотий зозуль, на 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 Кажуть, вертатись не гоже, тільки я мушу вертатись. Довга дорога поможе, найтись і відшукати. Я на тій дорозі розвинувся з полем, Кануню минуле, нірки сажу, Но кохання вічне, знов моя любов, Пройшують співи золотих зозу. Топорі, як луки, трави шумлять на узбіччі. Довга дорога розлуки стане дорогою стрічі. Я на тій дорозі розминуся з полем, кажуть у минуле, дірки зашуну, кохання вічне, знов моя любов. Nadrabini can be translated as on the ladder and the title of the song is uh, The Long Road. Indeed, it is a long road for the Ukrainian people to their freedom. Uh, they struggle against uh, the Russian uh, aggressor. Uh, on the other side of the world, in the Caribbean, the English uh, cricketers were fighting against uh, West Indies in Antigua. Uh, the final day, uh, they had a chance, uh, English cricketers had a chance even to win. But uh, first things first, uh, in the first inning, in- inning, England managed to get just uh, 311 runs. And uh, when it looked uh, as if they, were, they would be able to dismiss uh, West Indies for a low number, uh, it was um, Krumah Bonner and then Jason Holder who were able to withstand the uh, attack of uh, English uh, cricketers without uh, Stuart Broad and Jimmy Anderson. This decision to omit them from the tour it was criticized uh, widely in England. Uh, one, getting rid of one of them uh, possibly it could be... Um, 
accepted but two of them uh, and indeed it looked like uh, they were missing some of the firepower of the veterans when Wokes uh, was unable to actually bowl in the first innings uh, due to injury. Ben Stokes was injured himself but still provided uh, some uh, time for uh, Joe Root, the captain of England. In the second inning England uh, were able to um, make a few nice runs, 349 for 6, declared on the fifth day and then there were 144 minutes that uh, two of the greatest players of West Indies and Kruma Bonner and Jason Holder had to withstand the attack of England to be able to get a draw for West Indies. England had a chance to dismiss West Indies but at the end of the day at 5.35pm there were handshakes and a draw declared between both sides and Krumah Bonner scored a century in the first inning against uh, inning against uh, England and got 38 not out and Jason Holder 37 not out the pair holding firm for 144 minutes of defiance to take their side to 147 runs for four were from 70 overs after England had set a target of 286 runs. This was indeed an unfamiliar territory for Joe Root's tourists during the winter because previously they really never had a chance of winning in that tour of Ashes in Australia. They lost four times and managed to salvage a draw in Sydney but were never close to winning in any of of these games. So uh, for Joe Root, this must be the move in the right direction. Uh, there were some good displays uh, from um, uh, Jack Leach, even though Mark Wood was lost to the elbow injury. Uh, and uh, that puts uh, his tour in doubt. But uh, uh, Jack Leach uh, provided uh, nice figures for the captain. Uh, three for, from 457 from 30 overs in the final day, despite his main encouragement coming from the cage of catchers around the bat rather than the surface. Surface was actually very lenient on the batsman. Ben Stokes was the standout seamer despite his injury. He notched up 13 overs of grunt work and 41 overall in a match where the all-rounder was supposed to be used sparingly. But uh, no wokes uh, no wood and uh, uh, the others had to step up uh, so this could be a start of something better uh, for the England team for their new uh, Uh, coach uh, who replaced the previous ones and he's uh, being optimistic about the future of this team and uh, uh, both uh, Joe Root and uh, the coach uh, commended England cricketers for their effort and uh, uh, at least uh, Johnny Barstow got 140 in the first innings and uh, uh, Zach Crawley uh, got uh, two three figures in the uh, second uh, innings as well. Joe, Joe Root uh, did that uh, same uh, result. So there were a, a number of good displays, good performances from the England cricket teams. We'll see uh, how that tour develops, whether or not uh, the West Indies will be able to withstand the English attack. So far they were able to do just that, Nkrumah Bonner and Jason Holder holding on uh, like uh, iron. Uh, like a lion like a lion in Zion this is obviously a Bob Marley uh, song
Bob Marley, Iron Lion, Zion. The West Indies cricketers were able to withstand the English attack and managed to get a draw in Antigua in the first test match between England and West Indies. Uh, a number of very interesting games were being played over the weekend in the Premier League. This is already the 29th round in the Premiership. It started all with Brighton hosting Liverpool. Brighton not in a good form recently. Liverpool not necessarily great form, but uh, they were still able uh, to beat Brighton two goals uh, to nil. This is um, uh, symptomatic. Uh, how Liverpool gets the job done recently not playing necessarily brilliantly but still getting the three points and continuing the chase of Manchester City it all started with a brilliant Luis Diaz in the 19th minute and then Mohamed Salah in his usual um, manner managed to uh, get uh, his penalty converted in the 61st minute uh, uh, for Brighton this is another uh, very lukewarm a display this time no Jakub Moda, the Polish international, in the lineup. Uh, he was not even um, uh, in the. Uh, he was on the subs bench, but never got in uh, in that uh, game. So um, the coach of Brighton uh, seems to be uh, thinking of uh, a slump in the uh, current form of uh, the Polish international Brighton, uh, beaten by Liverpool two goals to nil. The Brentford were playing at home against Burnley, and this was a six-point encounter of the two teams that are fighting against relegation. Uh, it looked uh, very balanced and uh, poised till the very end, but then uh, no one other but uh, Christian Eriksen uh, playing with a heart defibrillator. Uh, he managed to uh, get a brilliant cross uh, for, uh, with his left foot to Ivan Tony, who scored in the 85th minute and then uh, after a soft penalty managed to um, increase the lead to two goals to nothing. Burnley had their uh, chances but they were unable to convert them uh, unlike uh, Brentford and uh, Christian Eriksen for whom we are extremely happy that he is back uh, after uh, this uh, cardiac arrest uh, during the uh, European uh, Championship. Uh, he cannot play in Internationale in Serie A uh, because the rules, the local rules do not allow players with um, a heart defibrillator to play but uh, is able to help his Danish friends and uh, at Brentford, three points for Brentford, extremely valuable at this time of the season when Brentford are fighting against a relegation. Not so good news for Burnley. And then Manchester United playing against Tottenham. Manchester United, who are playing against Manchester City without uh, Ronaldo, uh, and uh, the coach of Manchester United, Ralph Rangnick, was saying that Cristiano Ronaldo has got an injury, hip collator injury, uh, to which many pundits were giving some doubtful uh, remarks as to uh, whether indeed uh, Cristiano Ronaldo was in injured or was it some case of a misunderstanding between um, uh, between the coach and uh, the player and that feud apparently is uh, growing uh, if there is any way to silence the critics or, or silence these type of rumors uh, it is through goals uh, Cristiano Ronaldo scored the first goal in the 12th minute and added uh, another one in the 38th after uh, Harry Kane converted a penalty and when Harry Maguire hapless uh, Harry Maguire who is not in a good form but also is uh, absolutely out of luck this season he got an own goal in the 72nd minute. Cristiano Ronaldo again in the 81st minute got a hot trick and gave Manchester United a win in an absolute thriller being played at Old Trafford. The Cristiano Ronaldo header that gave him a hat trick, his 807th career goal and claimed this pivotal game in the late season shootout for Champions League qualification oozed quality and desire. This is what the Guardian reporter wrote. 
Eight minutes remained when the 37-year-old bulldozed Matt Doherty, the same Doherty who played so well in the previous games. He um, bulldozed him aside, eyes fixed only on the Alex Telles cross from the corner. He connected with his forehead and uh, managed to get uh, the winner for Manchester United. From here, a ecstasy in the ring out of Viva Ronaldo from home fans who could not quite believe that their hero uh, managed to do it again. Uh, and uh, he loves to do that. He uh, wants to rest the story in his way. Uh, Tom Brady was um, in the stadium and uh, he witnessed greatness. Tom Brady, the seven-time Super Bowl winner, watched uh, Manchester United and Cristiano Ronaldo. Perhaps Cristiano Ronaldo was unhappy that Tom Brady mentioned that it is Leo Messi uh, who is his favorite uh, player and he did not even mention uh, Cristiano. Well, his fault. Ronaldo got his hat-trick in front of a Tom Brady's very eyes. Everton continues dismal form under Frank Lampard, losing at home to Wolverhampton, one goal to nothing. And we are wondering how long will the owners of Everton tolerate this form of Everton. Frank Lampard does not seem to be a good coach. I think it has got to be said. Anytime he comes to a club, the club goes into a slump, just like in Chelsea, just like in Derby County. But then we had Southampton playing Watford and losing one goal to two. Southampton is also in a slump. Watford still fighting for their lives. Southampton making so many blunders. They were pretty much sleepy in St. Mary Stadium. Uh, Watford used the chances that they gave them. West Ham were playing Aston Villa at the Olympic Stadium. It was a highly emotional uh, game. Yarmolenko got onto the pitch and got a West Ham goal. Incredible scene then developed. Uh, Andrei Yarmolenko couldn't uh, couldn't um, uh, take it he broke down in tears and uh, he set West Ham on the way to a 2-1 victory over Aston Villa the Ukrainian who had not played in more than a month scored the opening goal 18 minutes after coming off the bench and described the strain he has been under since the Russian invasion of his country it was so emotional for me he said it is so difficult for me right now in this moment thinking about football because every day the Russian army kills Ukrainian people Yarmolenko has been a peripheral presence at West Ham since joining from Borussia Dortmund 2018, but his entry was greeted with a supportive roar. And when he tucked a neat finish past Villa goalkeeper Emiliano Martinez, he was surrounded by his teammates and he sank to his knees and wept. And he comes from Kherson, the city that is being, that is being attacked by the Russian forces and his family is still there. To be honest, I do not know what to say. He told Sky Sports, I just want to say thank you to my teammates who support me all the time, every day. To West Ham fans, they also support me and Ukrainian people. And also to all British people, because we feel you support, you support us. Thank you, really. I felt the support from the fans and I tried to give everything on the pitch because I know how important the game was for us today. I'm not ready for 100% because in the last two weeks I have trained maybe three, maybe four times since 26th of February. I had to rest for four days because it was impossible to train. I was just thinking about my family and my people. I just tried to give everything on the pitch. David Moyes said he had time off as he was on the phone all the time. And then he came in a little late, but three or four days over this period he trained. He is grateful and appreciating the support. I spoke to him yesterday and his family members in Ukraine and family here and the Polish uh, goalkeeper Łukasz Fabiański have been really, really big help to him regarding getting into Poland as well. 
So uh, there has been a real team spirit, a real team effort behind the scenes. So West Ham winning a very, very emotional game. Uh, quite a bit of emotions uh, were on display also during the game between Leeds United and North City. Uh, Leeds United with their new coach after Marcelo Bielsa was fired because Leeds are in a slump due to all these injuries uh, that are uh, uh, that are happening in this team. Moreno Rodrigo uh, gave a lead in the 14th minute, but then in the added time, Kenny McLean equalized for Norwich, but it took the 19-year-old Joe Gelhardt uh, in the added time. In the fourth minute of added time, he gave Leeds a much-needed win. Stoppage time had begun, and Jesse Marsh was looking increasingly anxious when the 19-year-old Joe Gelhardt replaced the Polish international Mateusz Klich. It would prove a highly inspired substitution on the Leeds manager's part, because by the time the final whistle blew, Gelhardt had quite possibly changed the course of the entire race against relegation. Incredible scenes in Leeds. The 19-year-old giving uh, hope to Leeds United. Incredible performance by this youngster. In other games being played um, yesterday, uh, Arsenal beat Leicester two goals to nothing. This was a good display of Arsenal, who are playing better and better. Thomas Party scored the first goal in the 11th minute, and then Alexandre Lacazette um, extended the lead in the 59th minute through penalty. Uh, and Arsenal beat Leicester two goals to nothing. Very good performance by that team. Uh, but the weekend belonged to one and only uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and uh, the Stone Roses. This is the one.
Roses, this is the club song for Manchester United, but this is the one, it's got a different meaning now, this is the one, the one and only Cristiano Ronaldo scores a hat-trick against Tottenham Hotspur and Manchester United are still fighting for that spot for the Champions League. In Indian Wells in California, a WTA tournament is being held, BNP Paribas. Iga Shiontek was playing yesterday in the third round and she was playing against Clara Tucson, who could be the new Karolina Wojniacki of Denmark. Uh, the first set uh, was uh, won by Clara Tucson, 7-6, but then two uh, the next sets uh, were a display of a superiority for uh, Iga Świątek. Uh, first of all, they had to wait, both of these players, for the finish of the game uh, between Emma Raducanu and Petra Martic. That game, uh, that match finished with Petra Martic winning 6-7, uh, 6-4, 7-5, even though in the first set's tiebreaker, it looked like as if uh, Raducanu had everything under control. So British fans will not be happy with that uh, result um, so um, after that long game they themselves Iga uh, Świątek and Clara, uh, Clara uh, Torson were playing for 2 hours and 19 minutes in the first set it was uh, Clara uh, Torson who won it but uh, the two additional sets were already a display of um, uh, Polish uh, player superiority so Iga Świątek is uh, through to uh, the um, uh, fourth round, which where she will meet uh, uh, Angelika Kerber, who beat uh, Kazatkina six two six one. In other results uh, yesterday, uh, Madison Keys uh, beat uh, Risky seven six six one. Simona Halep uh, is returning to good form six three six four, beating Coco Golf, who recently was in a really really good form. So. Uh, Halep uh, sends a warning signal uh, to her uh, uh, opponents. Dart beat Kanepi. That's a surprise. The British surprise uh, this time positive. 7-6-6-3. Samsonova, who is playing under neutral flag, uh, beat uh, Kovinic 6-4-7-6. Whereas uh, Kirstea of Romania beat Kalinskaya, uh, playing under neutral flag. 5-7-6-1-6-love. The men's tournament on the 80 P side is a little behind because it started a day later. Uh, we've had uh, some interesting results there as well. Matteo Berrettini required three sets to beat Holger Rune of Denmark 6-3-4-6-6-4. Tommy Paul surprisingly beat Alexander Zverev 6-2-4-6-7-6. So it's not a good return uh, to competition by Alexander Zverev who uh, was disqualified from the Mexican Open in Acapulco after he repeatedly hit the uh, chair or the umpire chair with his racket uh, uh, and also abused uh, verbally the umpire during that game. He was disqualified, fined something like $40,000 and then uh, then suspended for a number of games. But that uh, suspension... Uh, it was uh, delayed, so he was able to compete in Indian Wells, but uh, obviously is already out of the, the competition. John Isner beat uh, Sam Carey 7-6-7-6. Andy Murray, unfortunately, is out of the competition already, being beaten by uh, the Kazakh Alexander Bublik 7-6-6-3. Uh, uh, so uh, these uh, tournaments are in full swing at the moment and uh, we'll be watching carefully how the situation develops there. There are some not so nice scenes at the Indian Wells that we were witnessing last week. Naomi Osaka was reduced to tears after being heckled by these idiots at uh, Indian Wells. Member of the crowd shouted, Naomi, you suck early in the match. Osaka lost 6-love, six 6-4 to Veronika Kudermetova. She was reduced to tears after being heckled during that game. The Japanese player who missed parts of the 2021 season because of the mental health issues was jeered early in the match and it was undoubtedly... Um, 
a major factor in her loss, 6 nothing, 6-4. Uh, as spectators reportedly shouted, Naomi, you suck, with Osaka complaining to the umpire, and then she went to serve at the start of the third game. She was visibly crying, clearly affected. She lost the first set without winning a game before putting up a better fight in the second. Um... And Osaka made uh, a decision to stay on court uh, after losing that game. Usually the players who lose the game do not stay. Uh, but uh, she said that the incident reminded her of a video she watched of Venus and Serena Williams who were receiving abuse at the same venue in 2001. The Williams sisters then boycotted the event, widely regarded to be the biggest outside the four Grand Slams, and they boycotted that for 14 years because they were racially abused 21 years ago. Uh, speaking through tears on court, Osaka said, I just wanted to say thank you. I feel like I cry enough on a camera. To be honest, I've been heckled before. It doesn't really bother me that much. But being heckled here, I watched a video of Venus and Serena getting heckled here. And uh, if you've never watched it, you should watch it. And I don't know why, but it got into my head and it got replayed a lot. So Naomi Osaka is out of the tournament, being heckled at Indian Wells. We say no to these types of behavior. Actually, we say no three times through a song by Beirut. No, no, no. say no to these type of behaviors that we witnessed during the game of Naomi Osaka at Indian Wells. 
the Formula One racing starts this weekend. We cannot wait. Obviously, the first Grand Prix is going to be held in Bahrain on the 20th of March. But uh, this Formula One season is totally different because there were a number of uh, regulation changes which makes the cars totally new. The first um, change is that uh, there is an intention to push the wash of dirty air upwards away from the following cars so that they can better close on one another and the interpretation of these rules uh, is um, different across uh, various teams and apparently Mercedes were making radical changes to the sideport design already catching attention of other Uh, manufacturers and they are complaining that Mercedes changes are not legal. Uh, These changes are supposed to be making overtaking easier. Uh, So if the air goes sideways or upwards, then the cars behind should be able to move up uh, to make a pass quicker and uh, that thus making the races more interesting. Although DRS is not going to disappear anytime soon. So we'll still still be witnessing a DRS. Another change is new tires, totally new tires. The 13-inch wheels are going to be replaced by 18-inch wheels, which makes them closer to the regular road cars, but with a smaller sidewall. Here, uh, the um, the intent is to uh, increase the stability and reduce the overheating, so we should be uh, witnessing less changing of tires during the races, because they will probably not be um, be, uh, wearing uh, down that uh, easy uh, as they did in previous years. Also, due to safety, the weight of the cars is going to, to increase from 752 kilograms to 790. Therefore, the um, lap uh, records are probably safe this season. Uh, so, um, also, the chassis strength is supposed to be increased by 50% in order to absorb a higher energy impact, so uh, to be safer for the drivers uh, in Formula One. We'll return to the sprint races. Uh, we had uh, some of the sprint races already this season, but uh, they will continue. So rather than just having straight qualification, we'll have a qualification and then a, a sprint race, which uh, is going to give, th- give three points for the winner, two uh, for the second and one for the third in the sprint race. Also, in order to reduce the travel time, uh, this this is supposed to be a three-day weekend uh, for the season. Uh, Formula One is hoping to stage all the 23 Grand Prix, although one of them has already been cancelled, the Russian Grand Prix race, but hopefully it's going to be replaced by another one. Uh, but uh, the teams will not be required to arrive on Thursday. They can arrive on Friday, even though some of them probably will still arrive early, but that requirement goes away. Uh, so there will be uh, more time for drivers, engineers, and all the people on the FY, uh, F1 circuit to more time to spend with their families. Hopefully that's going to happen. Uh, but one thing is certain, we are expecting, again, fast and furious rivalry between uh, Max Verstappen and Lewis uh, Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton is saying the Mercedes car is actually slower uh, this season, but he usually says that, and I'm sure he's going to be fighting till the very end to uh, take that world championship away from the young Dutchman. Fast and furious, Brian Tyler.
Brian Tyler, Fast and Furious. We cannot wait till the start of the Formula One season. The first race, uh, Grand Prix Bahrain, already on Sunday on the 20th of March. A number of interesting games were being played over the weekend in uh, European continental uh, football leagues, but also um, the uh, uh, in rugby. The Six Nations Cup, a number of games being played there. We'll start our review with Saturday games being played uh, on the continent. Milan extended the lead at the top of Serie A by beating uh, Empoli one goal to nothing. Pierre Calulu uh, scored in the first half and 19th minute and gave the win to Milan. Juventus is uh, to a 3-1 victory at Sampdoria and they're already sending a warning signal to the Serie A rivals that they're still fighting for Scudetto. Maya Yoshida scored an own goal and opened the scoring for Juventus. Then Omar Colley brought down Moise Ken in the penalty area, allowing Alvaro Morata to convert and put Juve 2-0 up from the spot. The host rallied in the second half. They were awarded a penalty after a VAR review on Adrian Rabiohan ball, but Wojtek Szczęsny, the Polish international, managed to get a save to deny Antonio Kandreva. Sampdoria managed to get a goal back uh, late uh, through Abdelahin Sabiri, but Morata fired home at the far post to secure the victory for Max Allegri's side, who are now unbeaten in 15 games in Serie A. Bayern Munich uh, squandered a chance to go uh, to extend their lead at the top of Bundesliga. They were held one all at Hoffenheim. The leaders have now won just two of the last five league games. And they remained uh, 10 points clear of Borussia Dortmund, who are playing on Sunday. Uh, and we're going to talk about that game a little later. Uh, and uh, this display, one all against Hoffenheim, came after demolishing Salzburg 7-1 in the Champions League and they booked their place in the quarterfinal in the Champions League. But uh, at her, in the Bundesliga, they are much more wasteful. It was the top four chasing hosts who took the lead through Christoph Baumgartner volley at the far post in the 32nd minute. Thomas Müller uh, twice put the ball in the net for Bayern, but he was ruled offside and his uh, side had to wait until the first half stoppage time for the equalizer. The top scorer, Robert Lewandowski, headed a Joshua Kimmich cross from the corner to give... Uh, the uh, draw for Bayern. Robert Lewandowski, this was his 29th goal of the campaign and 17th away goal in a season. So uh, Bayern Munich uh, disappointing in their draw against Hoffenheim. Uh, in Ligue 1, Nice managed to get a draw against Montpellier. Uh, and uh, uh, Paris Saint-Germain uh, were playing on Sunday uh, about this game just in a bit. Uh, the uh, uh, games being played on Sunday, a number of interesting ones. Paris Saint-Germain were playing against Bordeaux, as I mentioned already. Kylian Mbappé, uh, who uh, was playing well against uh, Real Madrid during the week after Paris Saint-Germain were knocked out of the Champions League the uh, the fans were not happy about the display of Neymar or Messi during that game against Real Madrid and they were booing them when they entered the stadium. They did not boo Kylian Mbappé. He got a goal. Neymar got another goal and Leandro Paredes scored as well. So Paris Saint-Germain got a 3-0 uh, lead, a 3-0 win against Bordeaux. They are now on 65 points from 28 games uh, so uh, they are quite safe at home, but they um, are knocked out of the Champions League and the fans are unhappy about that, unhappy about Neymar, unhappy about Leo Messi. We understand their disappointment and their hatred, but we have to more we have to be more forward looking to lift our heads up and win the league title. This is what the defender Presna Kimpembe said after the game. We are all at fault. We are a team. It's time to show that we have character and skit and stick uh, together. Uh, so um, some of the players of Paris Saint-Germain being booed by their 
own um, fans at home after being knocked out of the Champions League. In Serie A, it looked for a long time that Torino were going to uh, make a big upset by winning against Internazionale. But in the added time, it was Edin Dzeko who headed uh, a goal and gave Inter a draw against uh, uh, Torino. Napoli are now second in Serie A. They are three points behind Milan after a double from Victor Osimen uh, and uh, a win two goals to, to one against Verona. Atalanta drew against Genoa and uh, they are trailing the top four by eight points already. In uh, Spain, Ferran Torres scored a brace and uh, Usman Dembele had two assists as Barcelona rolled over Osasuna four goals to nothing and they looked like the Barcelona of old now under Xavi Fernandez coaching reign. Borussia Dortmund in the meantime managed to get to edge past uh, Arminia Bielefeld. They won only one goal to nil with Erling Haaland being back from injury and they managed to cut the gap to Bayern Munich to just seven points with just one game in hand. Uh, so uh, Borussia Dortmund is, are still fighting for that elusive um, German uh, Bundesliga uh, championship. The most important game in the uh, Six Nations Cup was the game between England uh, and Ireland and Twickenham. Uh, should England won, should England have won, they would have had a chance to go into Parc de France and fight for the win in the overall classification of the Six Nations Cup. But uh, after the second minute red card, card to um, an England player, they were playing catch-up all the time against Ireland. And finally, they were well beaten 32-15, even though they displayed uh, some uh, resistance, uh, some attacking flair, but uh, all in all were unable to uh, compete with one man short. 32-15 for Ireland and England will be traveling to Parc de Prince just to spoil the celebrations for France who are still capable of getting a Grand Slam, winning all the games in this edition of the Six Nations Cup. A swing low, sweet, sweet chariot were obviously uh, English fans singing at the Twickenham, but this time it wasn't to be for England because of that red card early on in the second minute. UB40, red, red wine. Yeah. 
40 red red wine and the winner is rain we were hoping to announce the winner of the uh, players championship being held in florida but instead we barely started the third round of that tournament there was rain torrential rain on wednesday torrential rain on thursday uh, and uh, some of the players were playing in really treacherous conditions which influenced uh, their game uh, some of them were playing in much better conditions yesterday and managed to get through to the uh, uh, third and fourth round uh, but we had some really really uh, tense moments at the end of that second round which decided the lineup for the for the uh, second for the third and fourth day uh, Scott Piercy who was uh, un- two under uh, on the after the 16th hole managed to get a seven on par three 17th hole twice putting the ball into the water and uh, then uh, he had a putt of about what six foot six feet and uh, if he managed to convert that he would have been playing uh, for the next two days but he missed it so Scott Piercy from uh, two under went to three over uh, and not only uh, got in all those players who were at, at plus two but himself did not get in um, the other on the other side of the spectrum was Nick Watney who had a similar part of six feet but managed to convert it and got to play over the weekend uh, Rory McElroy got in through that uh, mishap of uh, Scott Piercy but then played uh, not that well uh, it was uh, three over after nine holes uh, the the third round barely just started uh, Iban Lahiri is leading the field with nine under after 11 holes of the third round Tom Hoagie is second with um, uh, eight under and Harold Van a third at eight under uh, as well Spear of Destiny Rainmaker the rain was the winner at the play so far but we'll be looking forward to that completion in much better uh, weather conditions uh, today and possibly tomorrow even Spear of Destiny and Rainmaker uh, at the end of uh, today's sports news and today is 14th of March 2022 at uh, radiosport.online DJ Spazza says goodbye